Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ask Jillian. With me is Lizzie. Hello, everybody. And today we have a really special guest that I have been following for years because of my love of Howard Stern. Oh, Mm. my God. It's Krista Miller. And I feel like I know you from Lisa Ashley and from Howard Stern. Yes. Because you love Howard like I love Howard. No, I mean. Only you took it to a step further. I took it to a step further. So I knew Howard from, you know, the early, I don't know, 2000s. And I would do a show. I did a show about four times. And, you know, it's nice. You go to his wedding and that. She ends up meeting Howard and through her husband and you, Bill Lawrence, who's an amazing, created scrubs, created tons of TV shows, Cougar Town, which you were on. And he and you end up, do you have a place out there near him? Yes. Howard Stern painted a, did he take pictures or did he he paint you? He he took took pictures. pictures, but we also see him like. You know, we're, With we're friends. We're in. Yeah. But I will say, hi. Hi. It's <laughs> so good to see you. <laughs> She'll jump right in. When on she's hi. in, when yeah. she's in, you're yeah. in. Because yeah. that's a fucking hard club to get into. That's cu- and also, Bill always has to say, though, when we go to his house for dinner, he'll say to me, you've got to jimmy down. Oh. You've got to cool it. Take it down. You go to 11. I'm on my take first it to five. date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to take it down. Yeah. Because you got to, because I'm like, be on time. <laughs> you got to be on time. Like, Bill's like, I said, no, there's no screwing around. No, no, no. If it's five o'clock, it's fucking yeah, five. Yeah, like, it's five o'clock. We have, we have to no. be there for co- the thing. Yeah. 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 Like Very regimented. The, I've heard his no dinner joke. parties are. <laughs> and, and also, he, what happens is, no matter if you think you're on your best behavior and things went great, you never know Monday morning what he's going to say. It could have gone brilliantly and not for you necessarily. But whenever I hear my name, they're like, oh, Howard was talking about you. I go, oh, fuck. And they're like, no, today it was good. So you yep. never know because he looks at social mores and he really defines and picks but says nothing. And then, <laughs> But Jillian, I feel like I have to be honest. I don't think he would say anything derogatory about us because, again, we're in the in crowd. Yeah. But I don't want to hear on Mondays like, I had people over for dinner and they didn't leave. So yeah. I'm always like, Bill, eat. And leave. Then I'll say to Howard, like, I'll often bring someone cool to his house. Yeah. I'm like, do you want it? He goes, no, you're okay. And then I'll look at him. Like, I'll check in every 15 minutes to be like, do you need us to split? Get out. Because I don't want to be talked about on Monday like we no. have guests. And you stay too long. Um, I would. I, you hear him talk about Ralph staying too long. Ralph, yeah, I, would, you know. I would feel sick. But of course. Do you know what I think, though? Jillian, I think the people that love Howard Stern, it's like being in a AA. Yes. I'll meet people that are incredible, and they're like, I heard you're friends with Howard. Yeah. And then you have this knowing oh. of like, you're cool. It's a whole different. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's like someone a society. That's of, interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know, he's, but he's very intimidating. And so, you know, I love him, and you've reached a different level. When you did the photos, because I, I was so fascinated listening to, how he took your photos and i was fascinated with the fact that here you are doing these pictures and they were for bill if i'm not mistaken right present yeah so they were kind of boudoir but they were sexy cool how does it feel to sit there not only getting pictures done where you're okay feeling sexy and cool but by him like that's a whole nother level well beth was there yeah so beth was like helping style amazing howard as you know jillian because you're really on my level howard is lovely yeah you know howard's so lovely and he's really a perfectionist and yeah talented and we were trying to do these pictures for bill you know bill is impossible to get christmas presents for what because he's got everything and he's just he's done it's just impossible yeah and so (laughs) (laughs) we were doing these cool pictures for him in secret 
and it was oh and Howard was just you know into the technical yeah the lighting and the, Beth was more like the artistic director yeah, yeah. like oh, trying nice. to be yeah like, getting the sexy on and doing that so how long does a session take like that and did you relax afterwards and have a cocktail and just be like okay that was fun and totally we all went swimming in his pool we all just went in the pool and went swimming and hung out but again I'm always like I got should I leave it's one foot out the door it's so true with him though because he's such an anomaly and he's the guy that lived in his basement with a fish tank for years when he was married to Allison and then he sort of Beth brought him out but he's still that guy so you kind of tread those weird waters but anyway you guys you're all in and it's kind of fun now and you well not fun you guys have a great relationship now I want to know did you meet him and then buy the house or did you buy the house no obviously I bought the house near him so no I would way. be no I love it <laughs> obviously I had no idea where he lived I found out and then yeah. I bought the house near him and then so I could yeah yeah. Of course. Just walking by. Hi. Oh. Hi. What's up? <laughs> yeah, what's up? And he was like enamored with Bill like, because mm-hmm. I heard him talking about, but he's like, I was talking to this guy in this hat and he's this great guy. And I'm like, that's Bill Lawrence. Like, he's so funny. He saw, they're like, that's Bill. His wife is Krista. And they're like, he's like, wait, remind me, Robin. <laughs> that's who he is. I mean, he's just that guy. And, and that's what I love about him, but it's all. <laughs> So one of those things that, you know, you just never know who he's going to really click with. And and sometimes if you, you think you click with him and you don't, and then he talks shit and you're like, you know, and I've had people go on that were stars within their own rights, whether they were rock singers or actors, and they loved him so much. And I'm like, oh God, you can't love him that much, but then you got to pull back. But then, you know, and he's like, well, what if he wants to ask this? I go, tell the truth, because if you fucking lie, he's going to circle like a vulture and make it 10 times worse. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting is that I've been on a show a couple times, like once with Drew and then another for... Oh, when you were on the Drew Carey show. Yeah, mm. and I went with Drew. And then I called him with Courtney and then I went on for Cougar Town. But I realized, like... I don't want to be on a show because I'm not a good guest. You don't feel like a good guest. I'm not a good guest. Why? Because I'm not honest about my personal life. <laughs> okay, so I'm too good of a guest because when I leave, oh, I'm geez. fucking in trouble with everybody. Yeah, Fox I'm not. called me. My ex-husband called me. Everybody's yelling at me. And I'm like, okay, it must have been a good appearance. But then your personal life goes to shit. So I can't like- be relaxed. <laughs> I can't relax. I'm so hypervigilant yeah. that I'm not funny or interesting. So, Which is interesting to me because you've had this layered life. I mean, I was reading about you and I thought, my God, she was photographed by Francesco Scavola at three. Uh, so you've kind of been in the business for ever in some respect i mean this is your business and you kind of but no like my parents were very conservative and even though my mom is like a supermodel they didn't have supermodels then but she was Mm. she still models she's still with ford oh my god yeah she's so she would have been in the 60s yeah but she was on the cover of everything she was on the cover of life magazine when she was 14 whoa called the like power of being beautiful or something so is that how you got into the modeling thing or was acting how i started but they were very conservative i went to comet of the sacred heart in new york we didn't have that kind of life my parents didn't want that life for me Interesting. my aunt was an actress susan st james oh wow okay holy shit of course but i didn't my god i loved her (laughs) yeah she was my aunt shit 
But I didn't meet her till I was 18 because I didn't meet my biological father till I was 18. That was his side of the family, his side of the family. So, but I knew about her. So I actually didn't grow up in it. That's interesting. When you say your biological father, were your parents not married when they had you or had you at a, they they were married, got divorced and he left. And then my mom remarried a doctor. She's now in her fourth marriage, but happily married. God bless her. her. She gives me, she gives me hope. Yeah. She's happily married to her. Nice. Nice. But so my biological father, I didn't meet till I was 17, but then I met Susie. I came out here and met Susie and. And did she help you with this business? No. No. No, but we're close. So yeah. She just didn't. But my first job, though, was on What Kate was her Nally. company? Macmillan and... Macmillan and Wife. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, she was just so fucking cool. Okay, Allie. Yes. Okay, that and was your first... My first job was on Kate and Allie, but I didn't tell her. When I got my second call back, I told her. Okay. Oh. So and how old... You your own accord then. You really did yeah. it yourself. That's How good. old were you? I was like 18. That's interesting. So then did you get the bug at that time or? Much earlier. Like I always knew that I wanted to be an actress, but my father went to Yale. My mom went to Middlebury. My parents oh. just wanted a traditional. They just scour- scourged it. Not, not, not yeah, yeah, they weren't into it. Yeah. But you had something inside you. You had the gumption yeah. to say, yeah, I know it's a drive. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So you're acting. And then how do you meet Bill? Lawrence, because was he already established or was he coming up as well? He was doing Spin City. This is actually a funny story if you guys want to hear. <laughs> yeah, of course. So it involves Howard. Howard, I really, and Howard feels this way as well, that he's responsible <laughs> that I met Bill. Of course he does. All right. So, you know, there's a thing in New York called the Upfronts. Right. And they announce all the shows. It's when the advertisers come and they have all the shows. So I was going to New York to do the upfronts and they give you two tickets. And I was brought my boyfriend at the time who was an actor and we get to New York and I did Howard with Drew Carey that morning and Howard started making fun of my boyfriend because he had left, <gasps> oh, no. he'd left his very, very successful show Shit. asking for more money. And Howard was like, why? You know how he feels about that, Jillian. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he just feels you so dumb to leave a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would he do that? And yeah. then they flashed a picture. And so Drew, pragmatic. And Drew, when he laughs, he has a really contagious laugh. He hits the table, and he starts weeping. And so I started laughing. And oh. it was when they did the E! show. <laughs> oh. So it's oh, shit. on It's camera. not just on the radio. No, it's on camera. Yeah. So I'm laughing. So I come home to the hotel room, and he's gone for a run, and he's... <laughs> Not happy. <laughs> when oh. I say not happy, but do you know when like ever, Howard's laughing and I love Howard. <laughs> oh. like, it's like so everybody you're wants caught in the moment. Yes. Oh my, oh my God. It was the worst. So then he said, <laughs> I am not going to the party, the ABC party. For the upfronts. With, to oh. the upfront party. Fuck. That's a big deal. started so late and it was at the Mercer Hotel and my friend Jamie Tarsus was throwing it. Oh. And... I had to go by myself and it was pouring rain. I was like, and I walk in and his friend, my boyfriend's friend was Alan Ruck, who was on Spin City. And Alan Ruck said, come, we love Alan Cameron (laughs) from uh, Mueller. Yeah, 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 exactly. Come meet my cast when I walked in. And I had walked in alone, which who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I walked in and Bill was behind this table and he stood up in this little suit. He was so handsome and cute. And I thought, oh my God, there's other guys that are 
amazing that are not my boyfriend that are so your eyes opened like not an actor you know like just my Mm. eyes opened and I ended up flirting with him and I said I can't flirt with you because I I still have the boyfriend you know even though (laughs) as far as now in my mind I'm trying to get out (laughs) and I said but if you can find me find me and then he found me Oh, oh my. wait. And have you been together ever since? No, I broke. So I broke up with my boyfriend like a month later and then Bill and I. So that was in May. The upfronts usually are in May. And then Bill and I started dating the following Thanksgiving. And then we've been together. We're going to be 21 years this Thanksgiving. Nice. That's amazing. In Hollywood, it, it that's like 50 years. Howard. He planted that right? seed about the ex-boyfriend. It just needed Howard that juice. But yes. it kills me that Howard is that guy that's like, Who's the guy with the hat? Well, fucking, you know the guy with the hat. And he created all these things. And you know who Chris is. And so then you guys become friendly, which is, I mean, I love Beth. She's one of the loveliest women ever. Loveliest. Um, My God. And he is too. And together, they're just like, I I watch them. And now that, you know, they're at home and I see Beth walk in with her little, you know, she's got stuff going on herself. It makes me happy. I love, it's the cutest. I'm like, please stay. And she's like, I want to go. And he's like, look at you. You're so cute. And it's not bullshit. I mean, I think back to their wedding and their vows and I, you know, standing and watching them, I thought, God, if people only knew this side of Howard, the people that don't get it, although more getting it. And do you feel like this too? I'm such a purist. I've loved Howard for 30 years. I used to talk about him incessantly on TV and people be like, shut the fuck up. And Dorothy would do a story. Gwyneth Paltrow to this today. I'm like, oh no, she was actually on Howard and she said this and she went way deeper and that's the headline. And they would look at me like I was on crack. And so, but what I loved is that Howard would get these clips, I think through JD and which is another story. JD is hilarious. Uh, JD and I talk all the time. I talked to Ralph JD. I talked to Sarah Shoes. Like I've got this random group of people I talk to. Well, you might, you might. JD talks to Bill. Does he? Oh, because he wants to be a director and Bill is kind of the king of... So Bill created... When you guys started to get... Had he already created these big shows or were you with him? Because 20 years ago, I'm thinking Scrubs was... No, no? he hadn't... He had wow. created Spin City. He hadn't created Spin City, Scrubs by the way, yet. my friend Heather Locklear was on that and she, yeah, she loved yeah. it. She loved the people. She's like, I miss shows like that. And she loves Charlie with all his crazy. And that like, started with Michael J. Fox, it did. right? It yeah. did. And then Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Okay. Well, Bill has a no asshole policy on his sets. Yeah. Well, so. you can... Yeah. Everybody seems to get along great. What about Cougar Town? How did that come about? Because you, Courtney, Busy Phillips, to me, was just hysterical uh, it was and, the and most fun yeah ever for women powerful women i feel like it was a little ahead of its time yeah too. i do too showing all those Thank aspects you. of women oh, in, in different roles in parts of their lives it was the most fun ever it was not like a job it was fantastic i think courtney came to do an episode of scrubs and then she and bill had talked about doing something and then he said let me see how you have chemistry with my wife oh so and you let guys didn't know I each work. other i did know courtney but I hadn't seen her in a while, but I did know Courtney. We were friends a long time ago because Drew and friends were on the same lot at Warner Brothers and we were like two yeah. stages apart. Okay. So I knew uh, her. Okay. Uh, I always loved Courtney, but I hadn't seen her in a while. And so then we worked together on Scrubs and that chemistry was good. And then... Then obviously... It, and then, and they then but you're friends it. in real life. So it kind of yeah. plays off... And into the show. I, oh, I, Bill and Courtney wrote it together, created it, or and an, he had another writer write it with him because he wasn't gonna. He was on it just three years, but um, I mean, he. 
I made him be on it the whole time, but <laughs> um, write the whole time. But well, he's a great writer. Yeah. So uh, Courtney didn't write it, but Bill wrote it for her, and uh, it was the most fun pleasure joy to go to work every day oh nice you know i look at your life your your marriage you have three kids your daughter is an incredible singer you've got the two boys yes what are their age ranges because your daughter's 20 she's 20 and i have a 17 year old and a 14 year old just turned Mm. 14 how is that my boys 10 turning 11 boys are different than girls boys they're so loud and (laughs) smelly my boys was out he was out here earlier i'm like please go inside during this because they'll be screaming jumping off a roof no they're so loud Mm -hmm. why so loud i don't know (laughs) and he runs from a to b and trip i used to spend the first year at your urgent care and emergency and find Finally, he's in, Malibu, in Malibu. No, that's where here. I go. Oh, okay. Oh, they know you <laughs> yeah, by name, yeah, right? They know me there. Yeah, me too. And when you walk in, you're just kind of. And, and then I reached a point where I was like, "Fuck it, I, he's gonna fall. He's gonna lose a toenail. He's gonna break an arm." And uh, with my daughter, there's nothing of that. It's 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 just that she's a girly girl. She's gentle. She's soft. She's loving. But my, how old is she? She's 13. My question to you is, when I look at your daughter and I was watching her sing so many beautiful songs on Instagram that, you know, she performs, whether she has pink hair, green hair, purple, white, she is stunning. How do you and Bill, because you're in the business, you're both on different sides of the business, like, are you the opposite of your parents? Do you encourage it? Because she's so fucking fantastic. And if so, do you worry because of the people in the music business and her beauty and her youth. And I asked that meaning, are you both on the same page? How to approach her future? You know, we struggle because, you know, my husband's family owns Sarah Lawrence College. Charlotte's name is Charlotte Sarah Lawrence. Right. We thought she'd go to college. Mm. I thought she could go to college and do the music at the same time, which wasn't possible. She no, was I on d- tour I, and... Uh, <laughs> I did not know that Bill <laughs> is the Lawrence of Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> Okay, so was There's it his a pedigree there? Was like it his grand grandparents that are like great that? great grandparents? Yes. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So that's sure a lot. But did you go to college? Because you said you started here at eighteen. Sadly, no. So I didn't start that's... here, but it, not in LA. But she no. could have got into Sarah Lawrence though. Uh, if I had been dating Bill <laughs> yeah. at the time. But I said, <laughs> that's interesting because then you have parents that took different paths yeah. to their success. Your daughter might be going. It's not no, always the traditional way. You know, it's interesting because Bill went to college. He went to William and Mary. He didn't go to Sarah Lawrence. But what? Interesting. (laughs) So he... If ever there was a legacy, geez. Yeah. I really, really was pushing for Charlotte to go to college. Also, Charlotte, because she's a unicorn, got like almost a perfect score at her SATs. She always had great grades. Like she could have gone anywhere. And I thought she'd go to USC. As Howard would say... God blessed her with beautiful looks and she's smart. You know, when they say that Tommy Lee, he's like excited, he's really good, gets hot women and he's a great drummer, but he has a big penis. Fuck you, Tommy Lee. Like, you know how he gets with all that? It's like, she was blessed and that's why you call her the unicorn. She's the worst. (laughs) She's the worst. Do you look at her in awe and just go, what the fuck? But you're a beautiful woman too. Thank you. And you came from her. I made her. She's phenomenal. I'm like, no, but I look at her. You can take some credit. That's pretty. Right. right. But do you look at her and just go, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I I looked at her. I do. I looked at her when you got booked and I was like, oh my God. She looks (laughs) like a supermodel. Yeah, she does. And she also is lovely. She's different than I am. She's much warmer and kinder than I am. 
Although <laughs> I learned from her. <laughs> I learned from her, but she's just lovely. She's what does your mom think of her and her beauty and her, like, does loves, she say, oh. loves, yeah, loves. Yeah. And they look similar. Um, I was going to ask you that. My mom and Charlotte look really almost identical. So, wow. Yeah. Did, did you, yeah, okay, go get ahead. Get back to, I'm just so curious what Jillian was saying. So how did you navigate that? Like, go, yeah. okay, you're not going to go to college. You yeah. know, was more... I had a chip. I have a chip on my shoulder from not going to college because even with the I success did well you in have, school. yeah, wow, I did well in school. I would have loved being in college. Hmm. And Bill was more like, "Let's lean in," and I was really pushing for it. And then when it became impractical, like there was no way that was going to happen. And she had already was getting her, her success was you know, yeah. just growing in a way that college... Was, you couldn't stop the train. It was I going. I couldn't stop the train. Yeah. And so Bill and I decided to lean in. But I felt wow. way more sadness about it than Bill. You did? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And she's your firstborn, and so maybe you thought that yeah. more traditional. And she's so smart. And Bill was like, Chris, let's, let's lean in. Yeah. And, you know, Charlotte really... Like, she's she yesterday she did all the creatives for her new album that's coming out with Atlantic... And she came Jeez. by, I had her dog for the day. She's this cute little dog. And she came by at like 10 to pick up her dog. And she just breezed in like, just, she just looked so, she's just so beautiful, lovely. And yeah. kisses like, me I on the mouth. Oh. Yeah, she's just such oh. a lovely, loving, if she was here, Jillian, she, with all of you, she would hug you. And then if you saw her six months from now, she would say, hi, and know everyone's name. Oh, and you, you so just, she's been blessed with you did good all my friends are obsessed with her i bet Does she write her own music yeah, she obsessed. writes oh. her own music she plays her own instruments she sounds like when an angel instruments she plays guitar piano classical and normal she plays um acoustic guitar and electric guitar and she can play the drums Wow. With lessons or was she a savant? She's learned? <laughs> she said lessons. She can read music so she can read anything. If she came over here and you said, can you play this favorite song for me? She would put it up on the computer and then play it on any, she would say, what What do you want me to play it on? Oh, wow. Tell us a story because I know you are very close with Courtney and I know about her Sunday night dinners yeah. and people come over, very famous people oh, and awesome. some regular, yeah. you know, people that... But mostly, you know, there's some big names and you bring some big names over there. And so when, when she was, she's 20 now. So when she was 12, was that her first time over there? It wasn't her first time over there. We'd, we had been going over there a while, but I had met Ed Sheeran because mm, I, incredible. I do the music for Bill's shows. So you're musically inclined. But not really. I can't sing. <laughs> But you, but you did the ear. musical like, soundtrack? Like you did I all the did instrumental? I did music supervising. I picked the composers and then I put all the music into scrubs. Like wow. the music that goes in that's and I did on Cougar Town. Oh, wow. And you're acting it. That's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. I have some. I have a partner, so he does like all the business side of it. So it's, mm. but I place the music. So when I was in London for my brother's wedding, my brother married an English girl. They played mm. a song from Ed Sheeran. I was like, Oh my God, who is this? And I found it and got the CD, and which it wasn't in the States yet, and brought it back. And oh, I said, wow. we have to use this on... Scrubs? I think it, by that time, it was Cougar Town, I think. It could have been on Scrubs. And so now it's much easier, but at that time it was hard to get like UK music cleared. and mm, Sure. And we were able to get it we reach out to ed's people and he hadn't come here yet and so we placed the song and then it was it was the a team and it went like huge everyone went crazy 
And Ed told his music people, tell Krista, thank you so much. And does she want to come to my concert when he came here? So I went and we became friendly. And then I saw him at Nobu in Malibu. And I was like, hey. And he said, hi. And I said, do you want to come to dinner at Courtney's tomorrow? (laughs) And he said, yes. And so he came and he brought a couple of other big people. And everyone was playing music and it was amazing. And little Charlotte, who I knew she could play music, but her voice was always very small. I hadn't heard her on a mic, said, oh, I did a rendition of Skinny Love by Bon Iver. I'll play it in front of like all these First big- of all, her choice that's is impressive. And that's pretty ballsy no, for I mean, a 12-year-old in front of these huge people. No, Ed had just sang, and Taylor Swift had just sang. Oh, she's going to fall And there's God. still wow. only like 10 people there. And she's like, I'll play it. And I thought- Oh, oh no! Were you die- I hadn't really, <laughs> I hadn't really heard her sing. You're like, oh sweetie, I don't know. Well, okay. Were you, was Bill there? Were you looking like, oh shit? Bill and I were like, uh, and she's not. Charlotte's not so bold, but she was just like, I'll do it. And she got oh up and God. she had skinny love. They had a microphone and it it blew. It just it brought down the house. <gasps> like it brought at down 12. the house at twelve. A room full of adults. And then Ed recorded her version of Skinny Love, which is amazing. And Ed gave her her first guitar. I mean, we're so Ed friendly her, with him. Ed was her first producer. <laughs> Ed was her first producer. Uh, Unbelievable. Okay. And then it, and then it, and then it. Snowballs? Yeah. Oh, so but I would imagine. I heard her, like we also lead in more because I heard her saying like her voice is incredible. It's very unique. She's, she's. Yeah. I'm just very impressed that she so writes her own beautiful. music too. She writes I mean, all her own incredible. music. And plays the instruments, and I mean so, that is talent. Yeah, and and so when you let her fly, like you said, she comes home. Does she still live with you guys, or does she ever play? No, she just oh moved out recently, oh. which was terrible. Oh, how oh. did did you? And you ball? still have two ball. boys, and you're still like, oh, I would no, ball my ter- eyes out. It's your no, girl. it was terrible. Yeah, um, but uh, I. But did she move close? Relatively, okay. But she's home, and then she wants she me to come out. I'll go over to her house often, so yeah. it's it's fine. Yeah, that would be brutal. That whole it's not Jillian, an empty nest. Well, but. if you guys met her, you would cry at the thought of me not having her in my house. I'm not kidding. She's oh, yeah. No, you when would, you said she came home for her dog, I was like, does she have a different place? Because at 20, that's so young, I would freak it's out. Horrible. It's yeah, it's right. Yeah. But it's her journey, right? And so she's obviously really... And she would have left at 18 if she was going away to college, so... Well, you come from an interesting family, from Susan St. James to your mother to And wait, who's Bill's Susan St. James married to? Isn't she married Chick to... Chick Ebersole Chick Ebersole, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. The family tree... And that's on your biological father's side. So yeah. he's still alive? Yeah. Do you no. Have a re- did you oh, have wow. a relationship? Yes, yes I, I did. I had a good relationship. I did. You and was did. he in the arts or anything creative? No. Oh gosh, so like wh- that's interesting. Don't you want to go back in your family tree? Like, where is this from? Because obviously you have a talent that's musical yeah. and artistic, and your daughter has. Do either Does, of your boys have it? My boys are just goofy, great. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of talents. My seventeen-year-old is yeah, the g- loud, goofy. My middle one's a basketball player. My father played basketball for UPenn. My youngest one is just 
a genius, a boy genius, and great. Yeah. They're funny and so great. they're not on like a Fortnite issue or anything. Like my ten year old's <laughs> obsessed. obsessed, and it's you know like he plays drums, and I want him to do drumming more. But then you don't want to push him to the point where they're turned off. So it's kind of a well, we have an app on our phone, yeah, and so we shut down their video Wait, right. and phone yeah. time right in the middle of my something. You're screaming. My girlfriend has that, <laughs> yeah. and it's genius. And then I have a girlfriend who also has ones where they can see. T- text messages i'm like we don't do that you guys are big brother we don't do that but we have the one that so we don't are not grabbing any phone Mm. away from anyone but it controls video time and phone time you can just turn it off you can be anywhere off yeah and punishment is 15 minute increments on phone so they know that and they're they're cognizant and they can because you're right in the heart of this the social dilemma everything that's happening with teenagers i mean so you're a 14 and a 17 year old and it's addictive yeah. and it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it really is crazy. But I also feel like it's so sad. Like Henry started school as a seventh grader and he just went halfway through his year and was starting a new school and was just kind of adjusting and then yeah. hasn't been in school. Yeah. Since yes. last January or February. Isn't it crazy? How are they dealing with that? My kids seem to be fine, like almost to the point where it's scary. Like I'll come in and Ruby will have a candle lit and she's doing <laughs> her science and I'm like, wow and then a break and they make and it seems like they're always on break and you're like really you're making they're often on break yeah (laughs) no they're doing okay my 17 year old's great with it and my little one i think is just social and would like to be social but we've been really strict about quarantining we have you know kind of a bigger group at our house that's at our house so we have to be careful about Yes, I get it. Like my son had a sleepover and I'm like, you know, his mom shows up and he's got the mask and I'm like, thank you. Cause they know I'm yeah. compromised, You've right? Gotta with the cancer, careful. right? So, uh, I just haven't really gone out much in seven months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm fine with it. Like I love my home and I love my kids. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like it's easier for me, but for them, I want them to socialize with their friends which they do every once in a while, not constantly, but she's like, yeah, mom, I do miss some of the activities at school and I do miss interacting with eight girls at a time at school. But, you know, what choice do we have? We have no choice. My 17-year-old, though, is very, very handsome. And if I let him go out, he would, I think, Uh sleep with five girls and kill us all. We'd all be dead. Wait, okay. There's so, a line of girls for my 17-year-old. Oh, my God, I'm asking this. Because my son is like, people are like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Yeah. And so, uh-oh, how do you deal with that? How does Bill, as a dad, like, he comes, does he have girlfriends? Does he, like, or would he just rather have fun? And- well, we have, we've been quarantined. So, so he, he hasn't yeah. seen girls. But they chase him. Like, do they text him? Oh, my God. <laughs> if I That's showed a you a other. picture of my... Both my boys are both cute, but my 17-year-old... He's grown into... Just because my little one's little, st- yeah, still little. He's still growing. Just turned 14, but <laughs> my middle boy is so handsome. And he... Um, we were out at the beach, and he was in Brentwood with Charlotte. We were heading out to the beach, and uh, Charlotte said... Oh, Will can, you know, hang out with me for a few hours this month ago before she moved out. And I said, um, okay, so you want to be responsible for that? Because I'll, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Your oh. girlfriends are going to go. Like, and, you, <laughs> and if he gets us sick, like, I just want, she yeah. goes, I actually don't want that. I don't, <laughs> I don't want him to, I don't want him to be here. 
Well, the 14 year old, I mean, we had a podcast with our boys. It's like puberty is yeah. hit, or hitting. Okay. Yeah. So I said, you know, the, yeah, they left in the middle of junior high. Yep. And we had a socially distancing party where it was very spread out on someone's front lawn. And they didn't see these girls. And girls really grow in junior high. They develop, yeah. Boys don't as much. So they all kind of looked the same. The girls did not. The eyes were popping out of their heads on top of their masks. They were like, <laughs> oh my God. And, they get, and, you know, and he's like, mom, get away, get away, get away. Like he didn't want me near him. He didn't like, they're all trying to act cool. And it's like, okay. And they're not meant to spend this much time with their mothers. I'm like, yes. at a certain point, I'm like, yeah. it's true. you need to get out of the house and yeah. see other females. Like I'm it's crazy. Not, you should not be wanting to hang out with me this much. Like you need to leave the house. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think it's interesting, but you have a support system with your husband. You've been together 21 well, years. I mean, that's amazing. That's, so my, that's my question. You know, when people say you can't have it all, I'm a believer. Like I have divorce. I have the kids 95% of the time. Yeah. You, you try to have this career. I always think the balance is so off. It's so fucked up, especially for women, but feel like you have created a balance with Bill and with your career and with your kids. Like, do you feel balanced or is it always a struggle? No, I feel balanced. I feel really grateful. You know, Bill makes me laugh Oh, he's like hilarious. no other he's hilarious yeah and so we have even if there's like stressful times or things going on like we make each other laugh so you so. like humor i'm like that that's yeah. why i love howard stern i think he's one of the funniest people he's so I've funny ever- i like humor and also my husband's very um handsome oh yeah he is <laughs> yes he is and when howard, howard was real i'll never forget that party he's like yeah, I spoke to this guy. He's so smart. And do you remember that? He went off about <laughs> yeah. Bill. And people were like, that's Bill Lawrence, the guy in the hat. And Gary's like, Bill created scrubs. Bill created, like he had to get on the microphone and tell Howard because Howard's, Howard's in Howard land. And, he, and, and until he knows who it is, he's like, oh, that he's all impressed, you know? And, and I remember Bill's listening and I was Bill laughing. Bill didn't lay out his resume right away too. No, I think it's some not Bill's do that with Howard. That's not Bill's style, yeah. right? And also Bill loves Howard and loves him more now, but he's not like a super fan like, like we are, are like yeah. and Natalie, like he's not yeah, insane. Natalie means. Yeah, um, so, but he, he's a huge fan. And so they have this very unique And it's a nice friendship, friendship right? And also they're really opposites. Yeah. Why, how so? Because Howard's more of an introvert and is a germaphobe and Bill's not. Howard's an introvert and uh, I'm an introvert and Bill's an extrovert. You are? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm an introvert. That's interesting because I we have a mutual friend Lisa Ashley who talks yep. about, loves you and talks I about you all the time. Lisa she's Ashley. the best. She's the best. She's so talented. She's so t- she's, and she's and like, she's like a therapist and I know, makeup she's artist. The best. She's truly the best and has only spoken great things about you. And I think she did say that once to me, and I was like, really? And she goes, Yeah, yeah. No, she's more. She could be homebody and be comfortable. And that's how I am. And I think people look at people like you and I might think that we're extroverts. I am not. I am not. Like I always used to think I I could be married to Howard. I'd be a perfect wife. No, no, because Howard doesn't want a woman who works and Howard doesn't want a woman. He wants somebody who's with him and supports him. And Beth is like, when I hear her rescuing these animals and I hear Howard putting them on the show and putting it in the people like, oh, you're pussy whipped. He's like, I don't fucking care. I care (laughs) for animals. And then I want to get them adopted. I'm like, that's a man. And some of the best feminists I know are like Howard. They're, they're feminists and they're men. And when people go back to butt bong of yesterday, they say, well, I wish, you know, he's changed so much. 
I fucking hope so. He's 65. What are you supposed to do when he Everybody, did when he was 25? You hope someone changes. Yeah. Evolves. I don't want to yeah. Th- yeah. see him throwing meatballs or, you know, bologna at chicks' asses. Like, come on, he's 65 and he's so evolved. And so that's the kind of person I think would be incredible to be with. You know, somebody who's that grown. But he makes me laugh at every turn. Stuff that he throws out there. And Fred's a genius. Fred's a genius. I mean, those drops, are you kidding? And he's I doing mean, a pretty amazing job remotely doing those drops. Yeah, do, oh, yeah, because yeah, he can read Howard's, Howard's mind. So yeah. well. I mean, think of what they went through. No, but they have that. You know, when you work with someone, you have 10,000 hours you can. Yeah, yeah, the, the Matt, rhythm is there. Gladwell, yeah. Do you guys have 10,000 hours yet? That's so funny. Not on that. this, but in yeah. our friendship, it feels like 20. We but. do. <laughs> and I definitely do with work. You know, I've definitely oh, yeah. done 10,000. Um, do you feel like you have too with your career? I mean, you've got 10,000. In some things. Yeah. And 20 years with Bill. And it's funny, I've never looked at 10,000 hours on a personal level. I've always looked at it as the Malcolm Gladwell, the you know, putting your 10,000 hours, which Howard obviously has, I mean, from those shitholes. And I always love when he has the bosses and he would hold their feet to the fire and now he is who he is. Yeah. I love that. I just think, I don't know, he's the underdog and he made it. And I think he's super handsome. And do you not think he's getting better and better? By the way, he's so handsome. You know what people don't realize? I know. You know I'm what? dying the two of you right now. Stop. No, no, I love it. Julian, no, no, I love it. was like two teenage girls. I mean, I think he's really handsome. Do you think he's really cute? I think yeah. he's really cute. Oh, I'm so obsessed. You know, people don't realize, first of all, his eyes are so beautiful. That he has beautiful hands and feet. Let's start with that. Does he? And then he has, oh, beautiful hands and feet. And then he has beautiful skin and these blue, like dusky blue eyes. He's so handsome. He's so handsome. People don't realize. I know. And when I see him with the scruff and it's like got silver in his beard and then he takes his glasses off, I'm like, <gasps> you know, and the picture he did on his book, I'm like, that's the Howard see, I See, that's the thing. You you both have achieved the 10,000 plus hour mark with oh, Howard. Oh my God. 30 so something years. For yeah. sure. <laughs> no, do you know my mom? <laughs> definitely loves Howard. on that. She does? Yeah. Oh. From AGT or from, from his show? Right. Firstly. Yeah. My mom, I grew up in... New York. So my mom listened to New York, uh, Howard, since I was little. I've listened to Howard since I was 12 in New York. Wow. And my mom is a, um, an artist. And so she and Howard paint together and like, what? Wow. What? No, no, I'm in. Dude, (laughs) dude, you are fucking killing me. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're killing me. Yeah. No, my mom. Like I used to be in, but not in, in, in. I've never been to his house. I have received his paintings when he sends me little notes and yeah. there's always a picture on it yeah. and it's his cat or it's a barn. He's such an accomplished painter. How did he meet your mom to be like, how did that happen? I introduced him because I told him about, and also she's beautiful. Yeah. That's helpful. And then she's an artist so she, where she lives out there near him. And oh my gosh. So they're friends. So now. Oh my God. Oh, you have multiple generations now, Ed. So oh, you no. are like. And Beth loves, Char- Charlotte and Beth love each other. Oh. So they know Charlotte. Like Charlotte and her friend went over to Howard's last summer, I think. Without I mean, you? With, without me <gasps> and hung out with them. What? The boys have been there. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, no. So you guys are love. like, did you see them this summer? We didn't go back. Of course, COVID, of course. COVID. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. Now, Holy see, I don't shit. feel like your ex, Bill gets this and is not yeah. jealous and just lets no. you go with it. Your ex, I don't think, 
was accepting of this it's obsession. Every time I got, I would come home, I would get in trouble for what I said. See, I'm the opposite of you. I say way too much. And then, and then, you know, I come home and it's just a shit show. Financially on Fox, like, you know, employment wise, my marriage, right? I would have to explain. She would come with me to all the shows and I was pregnant with one. They're like, get on the symbiont. You know how they are. And uh, well, they didn't know you were pregnant. So they didn't know I was pregnant. <laughs> but the great thing was, when when they used to have this thing called Celebrity Superfan Roundtable out here, which was the best. Oh, we would do fun. it at Nobu. But that's how I, st- but that's how I met Natalie because you okay. couldn't do it one time and then you recommended to <gasps> Natalie that I do it. Well, I remember telling, Lisa oh, Ashley wow. told me, she goes, Krista is as big of a fan as you are like, she knows everything. And I said, oh my God. So the Celebrity Superfan Roundtable, Natalie started it with Jeff Probes mm-hmm. and they would come out all the time. And then we would go to Nobu after, or we'd be at Nobu, and then we would just, Richie's would, Notar would set us up and we'd have this great meal. And then I went to dinner a few times with Robin and I'll never forget, and you'll understand this, going on the show and I was so worried that Artie was gonna rip me apart. I was like, fuck, Artie's going to be the one because Playboy had just offered me and I was 39 and Artie, I remember saying on the show, well, she better fucking get after it. She's not getting any younger. And so I go on the show expecting Artie to be a dick and Artie couldn't have been nicer. And Artie says to me, wait a minute, isn't your makeup artist from the NFL? Did she work on Mad TV? And I'm like, I don't know, probably. She's worked on every show. And he goes, was her husband a major league baseball player? And I go, yeah, Billy Ashley. And he goes, Oh, I wanted to fuck this woman. She's so hot that I go, it's Lisa. I go, Lisa, come in. And Lisa's like, no. So Gary goes into the green room and he's like, they want you on the show. She's like, me? You I know, know, Lisa. Like, she's go, like, I, she's like, I look like the help. I'm not coming on. No, she's great. She's always like, yeah, gorgeous. So always. She, she's hot. So she comes in and they spend all this time together talking. And then I remember, um, you know, having this whole conversation with Howard about who I was and at this marriage that I'm in. And he's like, you're going to end up divorced. <laughs> and I go, that's not true. And he's like, yeah, you are. You're going to be divorced. Mark well, you, my words. Because you were pregnant. You were like, uh, no. You were yeah. like, you felt very <laughs> like I was so, And yeah. fucking sure enough, of course. He called it because my ex, not only did he not get stern, I remember he got in the car once. And of course, Howard was on. And I, I was in my Range Rover and I have Howard blasting. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I'll turn it down. He goes, turn it off. And I'm like, oh, you want to talk? He goes, no, it's the only thing you listen to. And I looked at him and I go, it's the only thing on my fucking radio. Like, I remember thinking, are you kidding me? Yeah, what else? Do you are know you who you married? To, do you know that Bill, so Bill, it's not about Howard. Bill likes to, uh, if we were dr- driving in Cougar Town or Scrubs in the morning to work, Bill would say, why don't we drive together? But the problem is he likes to chat in the morning, which oh. I don't. No, no, you listen to I'm Howard. I'm an introvert and I like to, I have yeah. to be quiet. And then I was like, this is what's going to happen. You can drive with me, but you don't say a word. A word. Because <laughs> we're listening to Howard. Yeah. And no, like, turning down the volume so you can ask me, do you think we'll ever live in London? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sorry. Well, I, on that particular visit, do you remember I went in and it was Robin? Because we'd gone to dinner with Robin. She came to the Four Seasons. I had a place at the Four Seasons and Robin came and we went out to dinner that night and we stayed up till like 3 a.m. And Ralph came and Ralph spent oh, the night. Lisa told me about this. And night. we fucking cut Ralph's hair. We had the best time. And Robin's dancing in the window and we have pictures and timestamps at 2.20 a.m. of Robin. So I get in the show, blah, blah, blah. And Howard goes, you know, Robin said she didn't have a good time, that she felt your friends are crazy and it was forced. And I go, what? And then I go, 
I have pictures of Robin dancing and she stayed till, I don't even know how she caught the last train. So you <laughs> never know who's going to be the one to instigate the shit, you know. But I remember when she got cancer and Howard talked about it and I bawled like this way before I had cancer. Do you remember that? Like, do you remember yeah. these emotional shows too? Yeah. Yeah. I remember every... Sh Me too. Do you remember where you were when you heard it the first time? I'm like, I was at the gas station on La Cienega. Fucking I crazy. Mean, but I also grew up as a young girl in New York. Twelve. My mother and I used to listen to Howard. Like, Howard is my person and it's he's my it's, person too did you let your kids or oh isn't that have funny your kids listen to it as an early age because i'll get in the car i listen to him i mean no yeah. we're obsessed like you too but he it's always like i have like music this and the same way in my car i kind of just have my zone yeah so howard's on most of the time but now there's a certain age with kids you're yeah. like oh ooh. and it depends if he's doing interviews i'm like okay you know it'll just depend because you're like oh i know this is going to go in a bad direction or thank god for serious they'll do you know it'll be like porn started like, no yeah, not today yeah. not today i remember my would you let your kids because now my son actually goes like we'll put howard on like and i'm he like does? Oh, oh i don't my know my my kids when they get in the car well now they're at an age where like, they want to play music yeah. and i want to bond with them and they also know that i am a music i'm mm -hmm. doing the music now on bill's show ted lasso which you guys oh, should watch because right. it's amazing really About, okay good watch i haven't seen it all about soccer here no, in the wait, states no yeah. oh, wait first of all Everyone says, oh, I, I wouldn't care for that. That's not the show I would love. When you watch it, the reason why it's so genius, you just smile the whole time. Like you watch it and you just smile through every episode. It's Jason Sudeikis is the star of it. I'm Who's obsessed with him. I'm yeah. fucking obsessed with oh him. Oh my God. Genius. You guys have to watch. It's gotten phenomenal reviews. I'm watching it's it. It's like a huge hit. What, where is it? What, what Apple it? TV. Nice. They're doing amazing oh, shows. Oh, you have to do okay. Ted Lasso. So Okay. Anyway, so, you know, they know, wow. know I do the music and things. So they always want to play me music. They always want to show me music. And I'm always with boys in particular. I'm sure you, you guys know yeah. you want to have an opportunity to bond with them. So yeah. that's what I'm mostly doing in the car. So I try to, like, if I'm driving sometimes, I'll be like, you drive with your dad if we have to take two cars because I want to listen to <laughs> Well, my son, the other day he was in the back seat and he said, uh, Mom, do you know who Beetlejuice is? My first thought was, fuck yeah. But then I said, you mean from like the movie? And he goes, no, 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 no. Beetlejuice. He's got like really weird head yeah. and teeth. Of course. And I go, how do you know Beetlejuice? Yeah. And he was like, who, me? And he was saying weird things. And I go... I want to stop the car and I was like I'm so proud of you but I go yes mommy was a guest and one time the only other guest was Beetlejuice and I swear to god I was so in awe I was like they're like beat want to do a picture with Jillian Barber he's like who me oh yeah okay so we do this picture I love it and uh I know he didn't know who the fuck I was like he doesn't care who anybody <laughs> is and I was excited but so I guess on TikTok Beetlejuice has this thing and all the kids he's become like this cult figure so I find that fascinating in and of itself. So he but knows him through TikTok. He knows him through TikTok. That's yeah, crazy. and he knows he was Is on the Howard Stern. Is Beat on TikTok? Uh -huh. <laughs> but Beat doesn't know it. Somebody put all of his things together. Uh -huh. Like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm 364 pounds. Yeah, I beat him up. Yeah, you know, I got a gold medal. You know how Beat is. And so I, do you have a favorite whack packer? Um, when I did this show last time, I had said something about Jeff the drunk and he called up and he was so mad. And I said, oh, Jeff, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're right. I, I apologize. And he goes, it's okay, Krista. I, then I'll like you. So <laughs> oh, I feel like 
And Marianne from Brooklyn, How she's pretty not? in real life. I love Marianne. Um, she I, once called in when I was selling makeup on HSN. I love her. No, I love what? her. Yeah, and we had no sound Did effects. Did she sound like Marianne from Brooklyn or just well, sound like a normal? In, in between. You know, she has a normal, like when Howard's like, please, you know, talk now. And then she has a normal voice. You're like, okay. When Fred just the bird. The bird. Yeah. <laughs> And she's pretty. No, very pretty lady. Yeah. But I love beet and uh, I have to say sour. And sour shoes. Sour uh, is so talented. But they don't know what to do with him. I mean, it's yeah. great to have him on, though. But he is like a little boy. I mean, he DM'd me one time and he said, my mommy made me roast beef and potatoes and we're sad you didn't win the skating show. Anyway, I want to talk to you about... You and Bill and the show that Bill is doing, are you always doing, I did not know that you write musical scores for his shows. I don't write the musical scores. You work, you have a partner? I'll hire the composer. Yes. And then I place music, the okay. songs, like I'll place the songs in the shows. So you have to have a wide, I mean, vast knowledge of music. I mean, and songs and... It's different. Like Scrubs, they really wanted male singer-songwriters. We had a couple females in, um, just because it was from Zach's point of view Uh, in Scrubs. And then Cougar Town, we could do anything. Oh, I love that. And I did way more uh, women on Cougar, but we could do anything. And then Ted Lasso, we're really using... English. How did he find out? Was this based on a like I? I'm asking because you're so your brother married an English woman. Yeah, a singer songwriter actually. Okay, named Leona Ness, who I love. Oh, um, wow. I used to DJ in New York at clubs, and I always loved music. Was always obsessed with music, and for the pilot, Bill said, "Do you have any ideas for what songs?" And so I placed the Mm. music for the pilot, and everyone liked it. It was like three different songs. And then it just kind of went on from there. Because he's so creative and brilliant in his writing. You think about songs, they really are the backdrop that help tell the story. They create yeah. a mood. So it's really important. They can be they like can a break fourth an character. Artist, which yeah. you do with Ed Sheeran. That's amazing. That's insane. I didn't break Ed Sheeran. He broke on his own in England. And then I oh, happened huge. to have, it was like going on at the same time, but he was going to be huge. Um, but we have broken many, many songs on. Especially Cougar Town, because you had Cougar used. Town and a, Scrubs is very famous for the music. But, you know, Bill looks at the final cut. I mean, I always give him choices. I'll tell him what my first choice is. And then, you know, sometimes we'll fight over, oh. <laughs> you know, fight. That's the only thing we fight over is really? music. So but, when, when he says to you, and maybe facetiously, like, would you move to London? London's my favorite place. Uh, I love London so much. Do you guys go there a lot? Do you? We do, because Bill was working there. And then, you know, my sister-in-law is from London. So yeah. we're there often. And Charlotte's had to play there a bunch of times. She has played in London. Yeah. She has that kind wow. of vibe to her, too. It's like yeah. very global. We're in London often. Really? Would you ever have a second place there, maybe? Or it's um, so expensive. Like when I look at Mayfair, when I think about places that I would like, I have family, all my family is in London, and they're in the outskirts and they're in proper. London, I would move there in a heartbeat, but it's a whole different world. I mean, it's they have great shows, incredible shows they're putting on. And we also adapt a lot of English shows here, if yeah. you think about it. I would absolutely do that. Is this heart wouldn't like we have three kids and they're in school and they're in trench. And also like sharp, like I have to be where my kids are. And yeah, but Bill has to go back, I think in January for Ted Lasso. And it looks like it's all shot in England, Ted Lasso. It's all shot in London. And then I'm supposed to do an episode of some, not of Ted Lasso, of something else in London in January as well. So I think we'll both go. 
Does he come to you with an idea? Like, where does he get that idea? Was it based on a real person? Does it, and why England? Why does he shoot it there? Because Jason Sudeikis actually came to Bill because he had done this character, Ted Lasso. He had done that character for NBC Sports. Ooh. And it was very funny, this funny fish out of water guy that doesn't know anything about soccer. Oh, that's and funny. So, Is so he, he a coach or a commentator? He's a coach. <laughs> and so okay. he came to Bill and then they wrote the show together and then they shot it in London last year and it just happened to take off be a smash. I mean, Bill and Jason work so well. To, they just complement each other. Well, and I, th- I thought something, did Zach direct an episode? Yes. That's awesome synergy. Yeah, that's Bill awesome. always keeps it all in the family. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you guys work, and you and Bill, I guess this question is for, when you work a regular network, if it's ABC, CBS, uh, NBC, or Fox, there are limitations to be as funny and as push the boundaries because, of course, you can't get away with as much. What's it like doing something for an Apple where you can kind of get away with more? Is is it better? Is it Does it make you less confined? Or is it just, if you're a good writer... You can write for both. I think Bill is definitely having fun writing for Apple, and he has a great relationship with them and loves everyone there, and they're really supportive of him. And I think they have, I'm sure they have more freedom. When you do uh, episodic, how different is it from doing, because you've done movies as well, how different? Do you like episodic better? And do, have you done single? Was, was Drew was camera, single. Was, Drew was single camera. No, I'm just curious about that, what single camera and how that changed things. And I remember Lisa, Ashley, and I talking about it. For those in the audience who don't know, what's the difference between a single camera and then multiple? Well, anybody that's someone like Lisa, if you're going to be doing someone's makeup on multicam, which is it's five cameras and it's a live audience once a week, you have a regular schedule. So the makeup artist will work once or twice a week, but you're paid for the whole week. And actors, you have a regular schedule every day and you do a live show once a week. And, you know, it's in front of a live audience. And when you do the live show, there's something exciting about it because no matter you've rehearsed it, you've run the whole thing all day every day but when the audience comes it's like having another cast member in there you know you don't know where the laughs are going to come or not come or do they rewrite in the middle yeah they do rewrite because also you could do a joke that everyone thought was funny all week and then you do it in front of the audience (laughs) and it dies and it dies yeah also you want to keep things fresh it's really it's a really interesting balance and it's exciting it's a live audience and you do every scene twice through the night and then it's a longer process right but do you like it better than single camera or single camera you're shooting it like a movie so you're yeah. shooting you shoot a scene and then you're over and the hours are was longer was cougar town a single camera yeah, yeah scrubs a single oh, camera okay. i prefer single camera you know when you do a multi you get one script for the week and you do it every day you rehearse the same yeah. script all day every day for the and, and single camera, you know, you do the scene and then you move on. I just find the pace of it more interesting. And mm. even if you're doing a comedy in single camera, there's room for poignancy and drama. And yeah, I prefer it. That's interesting. You have the experience in both worlds to have yeah. a perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody does. What is next for you? What do you want to... I know in January you start uh, something new again. And I start... I'm starting in... 
January as well, an animated show, which oh. is really fun, which I can't talk about yet because they're okay. just finalizing it with really cool people. Nice. Really, really cool people. And that is awesome. Because have you I've, done animated before? Yes, you I have. have. That's always fun because you're like voice acting. But um, Oh, wow. That's kind of my it's what dream. you guys do. It's, yeah. it's really fun. What do you see for your, you know, because you and Bill have been together 20 years. And obviously years. your You've kids got, are starting to really. Well, this is the thing. Your daughter's your daughter. gone. Now, your son's 17, so, but the 14-year-old, you still have a few years. Do you look at that yeah. and go, thank God. Because, I, you know, you and Bill will be fine. I know that as empty nesters. But I will fucking die when they leave. Like, I don't have a husband. I they're my everything which is a bad thing <laughs> Howard even said that he's like you gotta get out there and date I just don't have any desire do you know what I dated a guy from her show Cougar Town Josh we went on a one date we had nothing in common I he was love so hot Josh he he's was so, so hot I love him <laughs> yeah he was hot we didn't have yeah it, I'm sure he would tell you the same thing there was no chemistry which is weird because he was kind of my type but yeah. anyway Howard would say you've got a date and then when I, the last time I was on the show he's like wait 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 we've got a guy in the line and then he called and I was like I don't know 40 something at the time he's like I'm 56 and I was like Argh. but then my girlfriend's like you're a fucking idiot like that's what you need you always marry younger men you're so stupid where can you meet guys now not can I'm only in my house on, on the seek this <laughs> I did Ray yeah it's so cheesy but Here's is it cheesy are there date. cute boys there yeah, but I get really intimidated. Lisa Ashley has known me for th almost, well, 25 years. She knows. Like, I got on Raya because I was like, okay, people in my... I went on Tinder once, and I was there for five hours, and I felt... I felt verbally raped. They're like, it's, uh, I felt most of the time looking at like either dick pics or just like weird shit. And then they would, or they'd say, you're not really Jillian Barbary. I am. Then well, I spent half the Raya. time. So, so I went Raya. Right. So what are the cute boys on there? Well, there's some really cute boys. So they're either producers, actors. I mean, there's some... Okay, so we know Channing Tatum's on there. We know Ben Affleck was on there. Um, they've had directors, mostly ballers, gamers, football players. I won't go down that road again. It's like you. You don't want actor, but you got somebody in the business who knows the business. Why don't you but he's go a comedy smart... writer? Why don't you go that writer? That would be nice, but I, I haven't seen any comedy writers. <laughs> Do you know on anybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a nice Forget guy. Forget Raya. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. Like, every once in a while, I'll check in with my girlfriends. And here's the thing. They're so private. It's $8.99 a month. But just for shits and giggles, if I'm out for wine with girlfriends, they're like, check your Raya. So I'll check it. And we're like, oh, yeah, he's famous, famous, famous. And one time, the girl's like, oh, my God, he's my favorite actor. Take a picture. I took a picture and immediately it comes up you have violated the policy you are not allowed i was like oh my god this was my friend oh. i felt so bad from yeah your, like from a screenshot correct they knew i took it and then <gasps> they reprimanded me right away and i felt like a dick and they were like you are not allowed to do this you have violated our policy and i was like do i get kicked off which i didn't but we do it for fun, for shits and giggles. I've never, I've been on it five years. I've never dated one guy. I'm a big talker. And then when they might want to meet, I'm like, well, how am I going to lose 30 pounds on Friday? By Friday? <laughs> like, that's just not going to happen. So like, they've got this picture of Jillian Barber. And I'm like, I don't want to disappoint. So my thing comes from fear. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. And I don't want anybody in the industry. I don't want a guy who wants to act. I don't want... There's just, you know, like if I, like you have the perfect guy. He writes the comedy stuff. He creates it. He's brilliant. Like that's to me. He doesn't need to be but in the limelight. There's got to be Bill Lawrence's on Raya. You would think. I would hope. Right? You would think so. You th but he's, well, there I are know. producers. Bill and Lawrence then, sounds like a really good catch. I, there's those But he's caught. So, yeah. Remember like, the last guy we really had? Caught. We had a guy on here and he's like, oh yeah, you ghosted my friend. I'm like, what? And I'm so out of the loop. Like I've been fucking... <laughs> 
my ex and I well, departed when I my son was in but diapers. But not your ex. It's like you were a single mom for seven years. Cancer. Like I mean, yeah. I just say like right now, what you hope and you lost hope my girl. job at Fox. Like there was so much shit going down that I was like. Dating I'm, was down here as a priority. Not a priority. And I'm hoping now, uh-huh. it's like, you know, you've been yeah. in remission. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we're going to start to Do you to get mammograms? Up. Of course. Okay, good girl. Course, I just, I ask women that because sometimes I, I don't. Of course I do. Good woman. No, good woman. Of course I do. Even though breast cancer doesn't run in my family, my mother yeah. hasn't, mm-hmm. we, we both do get mammograms all the time. Good. I had a huge fight with my mother-in-law about this actually and she wasn't getting it and I, I just put my foot down. I said to Bill, you just got to put your, this, yes. it's ridiculous. Please. I don't even want to hear it. And my father was a surgeon. Wow. I'm second husband and he, his specialty he was one of the first people that had the um, colonoscope. He developed it. In That's my next thing that I have. Really? Yes. And he Holy shit. taught Literally. me the importance of getting a colonoscopy because it's the only thing that's it's like a preventable yep. form if of they cancer. Catch it, you, you can have polyps yes. and they, they take them out whilst they do the yes, colonoscopy. But and you're done. They're usually, what most people don't know is like, because they think, oh, I have cancer, I'll feel sick. or No. Colon cancer, there is really nothing. They can do? Until... Until like, you have it. Until you have it. If you get a colonoscopy, right. and they're slow growing, those polyps, yeah. they can remove them. I mean, it's such a right there. preventable form of yep. cancer. And this was your mom's second husband? Yeah. Wow. Are you going to write a book? It's amazing. Yeah, I you am should. writing a book with a You with need to. Someone actually right now about, yes, about crazy stories in New York. In your life. Yes. Well, you're very story. I mean, we you just have many we layers. DJ, <laughs> you know. You do have a lot of layers. First of all, I got to say, I think someone would be so lucky to be in a relationship with you're you. You're so sweet. You're lovely mm-hmm. and beautiful and smart and funny and anyone would be lovely and you don't have to lose 30 pounds you have to be anything but yourself yeah. and i think really people would be beating down your door to be with you you're so sweet you, you know, don't I, believe that about yourself I do and not. that's true I and don't. it's true well, and you know thank you for saying true. that because as a friend i think you these last two years no yeah, and since really your divorce mm-hmm. you don't believe that about yourself and having women friends support you and believe you know, in you I, you have to start yourself believing in that. i always say that writing a book is cathartic and therapeutic is that for you yeah it is it really is and it's also it's it's really caused me to be more vulnerable and more open to things and it's funny it's just also just in this um pandemic we started last january to have a schedule being quarantined has been my wet dream (laughs) i'm an introvert me too too. okay so that's why people were like I've got to get out. And our kids have to socialize. No. I'm like, I went to my kids. I'm like, are you guys cool? Because I yeah. love waking up and you guys are in your rooms no. and I make breakfast. I fucking Wet dream. love it. Wet dream. And, I'm with you. And I have a schedule. And then yeah. I got an animated show. I was like. Oh, how great. You can wear your PJs and do uh, some. T- can you do that from home? When we start, we'll see where they are in the pandemic. But if we still can't go out, they have like mini studios that they'll mm. set up. Yeah. You know, they're like four by six. That's like the Simpsons. They it's all like, not see each other in like right? a decade. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I will share the story with you because you've inspired me. Liz always says I should write a book about my adoption and my life. And because of your story about England, I found a birth family over there and they're famous. And so yesterday I spoke with them from England and my cousin's been married to Donovan, the singer, for 50 years. And before that, she had a child with one of the Rolling Stones, with Brian Jones. 
He's That's my crazy. Yeah, he's my second cousin, his grandson. So Brian Jones had a son, and then he had a so we're the same age, Brian Jones' son and I. And then he had a son, and he's 24, and he's a musician. And he lives with Donovan, who adopted him, because, you know, Brian died in a pool at 27. And so Donovan adopted him when he married Linda, my cousin, at five. He adopted him, and he grew up with Donovan. And they played the other night, Season of the Witch, at this big, you know, he plays Glastonbury every year. It's crazy. Uh, And so they invited me, because they want to meet the kids. And I was thinking, you know, when I met my birth family, he's from my birth father's side, and I never met my birth father like you. He died before. And they reached out out to me so I didn't even find that I found my birth mother through a detective and they have two daughters that are I have the same mother and father and then he died and then I got five years later a letter from the UK and I'm like I don't know anybody in the UK and I opened it up and it was it was them and they were like you know we're your family and you might know your cousin Linda's married to Donovan the singer and I'm like Donovan they used to have him on Good Day LA for a week straight I remember (laughs) my boss must love Donovan and he would come on and play and it was great and one time she was in the green room so I'm from Canada. She's from Ireland. Donovan's from Scotland. They live in England and they're fucking in Hollywood and we're all together. Not knowing that I'm married to his cousin in the green room. So I have some really crazy stories. But as far as my life, like I look at my life and I go, people are like, your kids are going to move out, right? Because your daughter probably turned 20 like that. Yeah. Right? And not only like living this life, having a career and traveling and singing, I think about that. My daughter's 13. That's in seven years. And then people go, you're going to be alone. And if you don't find somebody, I'm like, I love being alone. But then I'm like, do I? <laughs> I think I do. I don't have, if it's quiet when they're not here. But um, you're right. It's it, I should probably, but then I go, well, maybe I'll move back to Canada. And then I told them yesterday, maybe I'll move to England. I don't know. I love England. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm in that kind of, you know, cancer I know. messes with your head. You know, it's just like, okay, when it, Shannon Doherty, I don't know if you heard her story. She had cancer. And it was my, it was the same as mine, level two, three or whatever, the stage. And it was in my lymph nodes. I don't know if she had lymph nodes, but it came back. And when it comes, so one in eight women get breast cancer. And when it comes back, it's one in four. And it's stage four when it comes back. And it could go to your brain and then you'll die of breast cancer. But it really was in your brain. I didn't know that. It's brain cancer. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. My doctor just told me all this. So I love that you're on it and you tell everybody how important it is. It's so important. And now colonoscopy, she's been bugging me. That's my next thing. My mm, doctor, she's mm-hmm. like, you must, especially with no, the cancer. Ha- you I have, have to. to. So you've been and you you just do it. And you just do it. It's now, the night before, the um, day before, before is annoying. But, I listened you know, to Howard about the drinks. Yeah, that the, was the, the, day, the, the day before is annoying, but the colonoscopy mm. is the nice, you know, put you to sleep and you're fine you have a lovely sleep apparently you have a lovely sleep <laughs> and you come home and go to sleep so you take the day off and it's you know it's not, that's it's fine. fine it's just the day before relief. it's annoying peace of mind you're peace okay. of mind yeah yeah, yeah i know I, i've listened to him talk about oh robin i gotta do this drink and this drink and this drink and i shit and i p- p- and nothing comes out and I, <laughs> I love him with a squatty body i know we love him we love him so much i know i don't think i've ever met another woman Outside of Daniela, who loves, but mm-hmm. you've taken it a step further because she now bought you're, a house. You're in the like circle. No, you're in the she circle. She is a whole nother level. You are. You're a whole nother level. Thank you. And I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Yeah. What do you feel like your greatest accomplishment in life has been? <laughs> no, it's. it's I don't know if I could Howard. be. I couldn't be your level. Because I'd be too afraid to be. I get too insecure. Then I'd be like, I'd pull up to the house and I'd probably peel away. And I just, I can't even. No, but Jillian, do you know what Bill get? So, so I'll email 
Howard or text him and tell him funny things, whatever. When he texts or emails me back, like he laughs or something, I, you know, whatever, I want to go, and that's it. And I don't want to do another one because <laughs> I'm I came good. out. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on I that one. I came out on top of yeah. that one, and I just want to leave it be. Yeah. Well, what is that about us that we like to please this? I mean, I do. And I did email him for a while. He did change his email, not because of me, but he did change it. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 same thing. We were like, okay, I got the email back and it's good. You know, and I get all the letters from Beth and I get the cards and I get the calendars and I'm like, I'm good. To take it to your level, I'd be like, it's what I invite. Like, you I, gotta I, have, you have to have, have to, like, yeah. yeah. And you have that in. Strength. And you, yes. It's yes. hard, you know, to stay in No, there. listen, it's true. No, it is. Because you, 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 Bill, time, are we good? We could leave. Because you never know on that Friday oh, or that yeah. next day. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, so I'm Kristen and Bill late. came over. I'm not going to be late for dinner. I'm always the first one at Jimmy Kimmel's. I was. I walked in there one time with flowers and a bottle of wine. And it was me and Jimmy's housekeepers. And they're like, Jimmy and Molly are upstairs. I'm like, I, that's good. I put the wine down, the flowers. I sat outside by myself. You're fine. I'm good. As long as I'm the first one. The last party I went to at Kimmel's, Howard walks up the stairs. He's outside for an hour and a half. He's with Adam Levine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I had to go to this uh, LBGTQ dinner. And it was this big, huge thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. I go, I can't. I've already paid. The, they paid thousands of dollars for this table. So I literally walked by and I'm like, hi, Adam. Okay, bye, Howard. And he's like, oh. Hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh. Wait, what was the year? You fell, fell in the, the pool. pool. Uh, I was with the ex. Do we must we talk? So they arrived the year you arrived earlier. You're leaving early. No, we arrived uh, at the perfect time. Okay. And Howard was in the other room, and I had had a few. And I was standing. Remember how did the you bar- have a few to relax? Yeah, and, and so I was you talking. Come in so hot. No, no, no. I drink there. Okay. And then there was a bar, and then there was this big square, and then a, Mark McGrath was here, and Ryan Philippi, who had this gorgeous woman with him. I'll never forget this. I was like fuck she's so hot right and he's like yeah she doesn't listen to howard though and i was like what Ugh. and so then we had this whole conversation and then next time i see him i go where'd she go and he goes i got rid of her because yeah. she doesn't because oh. we all speak our own language right yeah well my ex didn't speak the language and so yeah i had my my purse i go there's george clooney and i'm like bye george and i go back into the pool and then jimmy did god you bless trip? him like how did you No, i stepped backwards into the fucking oh, pool okay okay into the, into the hot tub so then jimmy the next day took my wallet i had this louis vuitton and he aired all of the money out all the and then he put it back in all dry god bless him and he had it dropped off to me and then i'm like well i gave howard something to talk about and then remember lisa g she yes. called me up and she the she news did the news. The oh news. my god and they were always looking for angles and like this, and they would catch you on stuff. I'm like, Lisa, I took aspirin. She's like, you said you took Vicodin. I'm like, true that. I had some period <laughs> pains. And then I drank and she's like, okay. I'm like, God, you are a good reporter. So you always had to watch your P's and Q's because like, no matter if you're a friend, they could still be on you. Oh, they don't They, they, don't they still want to get the dirt. They do get the dirt. And that's okay with me. Again, go back to why I'm not a good guest on Howard. But I wouldn't say you weren't. You're just smart about it. Me, I'm like, say everything. And then I do. And it's no, ends but up I'm not interested. Fu- I'm, not a good, I'm not a good guest. I would never even ask I just to be remember on the show. you calling in and Bill, it was after the party. And then Bill's like, yeah, Howard's like, I talked to this fascinating guy with a hat. Everyone's like, it's Bill Lawrence. <laughs> then you got on the phone. You were in some other room and you're like, hey. And I'm like, oh my God. And I remember driving to work going, they're all going to be friends. Like I just told Lisa, I go, I know they're going to be friends. You can tell <laughs> when Howard is enamored. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I would be. You're, you're on a I next like level. It. No, but do like, you feel like you can 
be yourself with him though when you're at his house having Ooh, dinner that's a good question. or you have to be a little yes. now no i do now i feel like we love each other and that's, and oh, that's I awesome do. that's a real friendship I'm so respectful in terms yeah. of not being late and late. also and, oh, mindful leaving early more so because i'm like that like i don't yeah. want to be the guest that doesn't leave because I don't want people to be at my house and not leave. Like, see, you're like me. So I've always done live TV. I can never be late. So it's five o'clock. I've got to fucking be there at five. Otherwise, yeah. the show starts. It'll and then I get in trouble. So I I totally have the same thing. Hence why I'm always early and look like I'm with the help. And that's fine. <laughs> but you're so right because. I've been on both ends where, you know, you wake up and he's talking about you and it's like, oh my God, oh my God. And then it's good. He's like, she's loved me since the nineties and the early nineties. And I don't give a fuck what anybody, you know, she's, and you're like, that's so true. I've talked about him since 1992 when he was a pariah and everybody in Hollywood hated him. And I would be the opposite. I'm like, well, you're an idiot and you don't know what you're talking about. And then he would say, this girl, Jillian Barber, he keeps talking about me. Then you get to the point where you're familiar, not like you are. I'm not at his house. He doesn't take pictures of me, but you're sort of in the club. You're part of the Stern show family, if you will, on a peripheral level. But then he could say, you know, Jillian Barbary, and you could be driving. It could be like, and she well, got so fucked up. She fell in the pool. Obviously, genius early, and sometimes no, it takes people a while to catch on. Uh, Jillian, you get talked about way more than I get talked about. I never get <laughs> in, talked about in the bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in good always and bad. good. Yeah, I, I don't remember anything bad. It's always good. So you know I what it is? He protects you, and even when he's not you're getting shit on it's in a funny way but he'll still protect you so i remember him talking about he's like what's going on with jillian and i was going through so much shit with my ex and really having a hard time and trying to mentally grasp like i was the breadwinner i had the babies and why are you doing this and what the fuck and he would say something's deeper i don't care if she's taking vicodin i don't care if she's drinking and falling something's fucking going on and i remember thinking He's so right. He's like, very astute. He's very. Of human nature. Yeah. yeah. Well, he can read. That's why my friend who was a rock star went in there and he's like, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, if you're not honest, he's going to circle in and make it 50 fucking thousand yeah. times worse. And that's just who he is. Listen, we all can realize after the end of this podcast that Howard is <laughs> the, the greatest ever. The greatest ever. In all ways. Period. In every way. The king of all media. Great the husband. King of all media. He looks he's, great the best of everything period and can make no mistake even if he <laughs> were to talk shit about me which who coward you better not and if he does talk shit i still look I at it as a badge it. of honor yeah <laughs> well you're like it. in the fucking club <laughs> bitch you are in the club we thank you we don't ever want you to leave but it's like oh my I god you. thank you thank, thank you, you. <laughs> It's seriously, seriously no, I really it's appreciate it. It's not a, no joke. I appreciate that. No, this is that. a life no, I know you do. You. you get it. Like, I can tell this I is... I can only laugh because I'm being serious as fuck, and so yeah. is she. And <laughs> people will be like, okay, what? Well, are they joking? No, but you said, I, I really no. appreciate that deeply. Like, Because I feel you are, and you know how thrilled. hard it is to do? It's an accomplishment. It's a major accomplishment. Few have been asked. Few have remained. Like, I know some people that have... They were in and then uh, gone. I don't want to be. I don't want to know. You won't be. You won't be. I don't want to know from that. You won't be. But you won't be. I mean, I remember Thank taking you. your picture and I analyzed everything. I'm like, did she have the light coming in? Oh, Was geez. she nude? Did he see back crack? Oh, do you know what I'll did do? He see I'll send you if you like. I would love. Well, one, there's one great one in New York, but um, Jeez. there's, I have like three ones in Bill's bathroom. Oh my God. 
I will take pictures of them when I get home oh, so please. you can see them. And I won't show them anywhere, but uh, I mean, they are. I will send have them you, to you. Have you shown them at, like, have you done any, or is it just family that sees them? And, and they're signed. Oh. And I just got Howard, oh my God, Killing I got Howard the best can. Christmas present. Shut up. Already? Already? You can't say what it is. Because I Christmas is such a big I'll fu- tell you is after. Is it an $800 ball? Oh, thank you. And I will keep I'll it tell private. You, I'll no, tell you it's after. a pen. I, yeah, it's a pen. Even I knew that yeah, reference. That. Boom. No, you? 800 ball. No, I'm no. not Robin. I know. <laughs> I'm not. But that's such a, like when they would have their birthday and it was so much pressure on what oh, to get. God. So even like he would rip apart Gary for Christmas gifts. So for you, I'm dying to know because I'm. Uh, first of all, I I'm going to tell you. If you don't light up, yeah, we're gonna have a problem. Okay. Well, you know and I you. will. You okay. know I will. Everybody Krista. Okay. needs to light up. We will. Okay. Okay. I know we could totally do a five-hour show just on how <laughs> we should. That should be our new thing. I feel like Every most day. of this was, but <laughs> we did manage to get in your amazing, yeah. illustrious career, Bill Lawrence's incredible career, your daughter's career. Uh, you've got such a great family, and you give me hope mm. that there is a balance that one as much as one can find. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, Bill's project with Jason Sudeikis is called... Ted Lasso. Ted yes. Lasso. On Apple TV. Apple TV. All of your shows that you've done, you've remained friends with Courtney, with, with all the people from yes. Scrubs. And would you like to do some sort of episodic comedy again? Or would you... Are you happy doing your animation? Where can we find you next? I have to see what comes up i think i am reading a script that's maybe going in march that is um combination like comedy drama um that would be a netflix situation that seems that would be my dream but we'll see how if it gets there's so many great shows there now yeah bill should write something for you and then you go back on uh howard stern to promote it and then you'll have to talk (laughs) about your sex life with with bill I'm just saying. Great. I'm in. <laughs> Honey, you're another level. Like, I remember when we were both on somewhat of the same level, you've climbed you to a different level. You don't know. Don't, don't jinx anything, no, Jillian. Yes, no. You've got it. Be, yeah. be cool. I am cool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so cool. I will never jinx this thank for you. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Krista Miller, for coming over. My and pleasure. Having, I just adore you and adore I your adore career. You. And I think that great things are in the future for you as well. And I think that for you. I adore but you. But you need yes. to think that Listen, for you. You need to believe it. If, you need to think it for you. If yeah. Bill has any funny comedy writer friends, I'm I gonna, don't care what they oh, look when like. When I get home, <laughs> make no mistake, I'm going to see who's around. Nice. Say it's Jillian Barbary. Yeah. She looks like her older sister. They have who gained to like, 30 pounds. No, they have, have to not, like Howard. They I'm not saying like that. They have to like Howard because have I have actually oh, well, if, shut down dates that don't have you done. Like we don't, we don't, okay. we aren't friends with people that don't like Howard. Boom. I, I can't right. be. No, I can't I mean, be. I dated a guy and he's like, know Howard Stern, like the misogynist. I go, that's what you think. You don't know anything. Check. Fucking check, check, please. Yeah, you're over. <laughs> yeah, you're done. You're done. Just like our podcast here today. All right, Christabel, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. And we'll see you again on the next episode of Ask Jillian.